Today we will be speaking on the guidance of the Holy Spirit. John 16, 13 to 15. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and show it to you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore I said that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. Jesus is pointing us to the Father and telling us to ask the Father in his name and he will show us what to do. What more will we ever need? The Holy Spirit, who the Father has sent to dwell in our hearts, will guide us into all truth. And it is wonderful that even the Holy Spirit does nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees and hears the Father doing. And he will show us things to come, and bring glory to the Father, and enable us to do the work that God has called us to do on earth. When we listen to the Holy Spirit and only do what he shows us, the work he gives us to do is guaranteed success, for it is impossible to fail if we only do what God tells us to do. And it is in prayer that we will hear him and in the practical walk that we will obey him. The Lord can use us and any of us who wish to be used by him. I spent most of my life teaching children to ride, lived in jodhpurs and boots, mucked out stables, cared for horses in the rain and mud, and thought that this was what I'd be doing for the rest of my life. But then God gave me a different job. Yet we still run a riding school for a living. And what the Lord is doing now is beyond my wildest dreams. And we are running more Bible schools of evangelism than I could ever think possible. And if the Lord can use me, he can use you. Will you respond to him? In John 17, 6 to 11, it says, I have manifested thy name unto men which you've given me out of the world. Yours they were, but you gave them to me. And they have kept your word. They have known that all things whatsoever you have given me are of you, thee. For I have given them the words which you gave me, and they have received them. We know how the disciples went out into the known world at that time and spread his name far and wide, bringing thousands upon thousands to repentance and to faith in Jesus. And we also know of the healings and miracles that accompanied the disciples wherever they went. Now let's read a bit about Jesus' great prayer for us in John 17, starting at verse 20. Neither do I pray for these alone, but for them who will believe on me through their word, that they may be one as our Father are in me and I in you, that they may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me.
and the glory which you gave me I've given to them, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and thou in me, that they may be perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. You see, that is for us who believe in that word. What more can I say? There's nothing to add. Jesus has done it all. He has given us everything we will ever need to do his work. Our living Jesus will tell us everything we need to know and give us every word that we are to speak. He will heal every person to whom he's told us to lay hands on and do every miracle that is needed to get his work done. All we have to do is submit to him and pray earnestly at all times, sharing every detail of our work with Christ and asking him our every need. Coming into the Lord's presence in prayer is connecting with him, with your heart, often without words, just a simple, beautiful love connection where he reads your thoughts and you feel his love and you feel his tears for the people that he yearns to reach and you simply receive his anointing and gradually even more anointing to do his work. We need to do it God's way, with his words, with his methods of reaching people and every day is different so every day you need to come to God again. Every day the Lord will renew your fire within your heart. And as you spend time communicating with him, asking him to meet the needs of people, so he fans the flame within you until it burns so strongly that nothing will hold you back. Sometimes when you open your mouth, his words come out with such force and such compassion that you are startled. Yes, it's all of God and none of you. You are simply the vessel through whom he pours through his marvellous work. Sometimes when you really connect with God and he connects with you, he fires you up like an electric bulb that enables you to connect with the people you speak to in such a way that they respond with one voice to God and His Holy Spirit breaks forth over the entire group of people and all come into His glorious presence with you. It is then that miracles of healing happen among the people with no laying on of hands and the rejoicing of Him becomes ecstatic. Let's see what happened to the 70 people God, Jesus sent out in Luke 10, 17-24. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us through your name. And he said to them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that your spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And in that hour, the Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit and said, Thank you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hid these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes, even so, Father. For so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knows who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, but he, and he whom the Son who will reveal him. 
And he decided, turned to the disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see the things you see. For I tell you, many prophets and kings have desired to see those things that you see and not seen them, and hear the things that you hear and not heard them. There's a glorious breakthrough one can experience where one truly tries to live doing only the Father's will. In the physical, we are so limited. But when we rise up in Christ in prayer, dedicated to only do His will, we are no longer limited. What you will see in the spiritual realm with the Father will open up different ways of doing things and achieve far more than one can ever think or imagine. In the ministry the Lord gave me is a following chart of how I started. In 2005, with no training, but 22 bicycles, 54 churches were planted. In 2006, we trained 200 evangelists and they planted 256 churches. In 2007, we trained 400 evangelists and they planted 458 churches. In 2008, we trained 4,000 evangelists and they trained and planted nearly 200, nearly two churches each. And in 2009, we trained 11,000 people. Impossible? Yes, but not with God, for He Himself has shown us every step. He provided every need and the power and authority to do it. He showed me how to network and organize, how to pioneer, establish and bring revival. On my own as a girl, definitely impossible. But when we connect with God of the universe, anything is possible and this is reality. On the way to India in 2008, we were traveling and we landed and the news headlines were cyclone crime mutter sweeping over Andhra Pradesh and will take at least three days to pass already much damage is being done and I had to board the aircraft upon arriving the cyclone had not yet reached that area we had supper and went to bed about 1.30 as I woke to the heaviest rain and thunder and lightning I've ever experienced and began to call out in uh, God in earnest, seeing that this could ruin the whole conference and crusade which was all to be held outside. Lord, please stop the cyclone, I said. Lord, it's cost us so much money to put this crusade together. Only you can stop the cyclone. And then the Lord said, take authority. And then I remembered how Jesus rebuked the disciples when he rebuked the storm and the wind and said, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said to the disciples, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? I said, Lord, but this is a cyclone. He says, Take authority. So I began to pray in a different way. I commanded the cyclone to stop in Jesus' name, to do a U-turn out to sea in Jesus' name. 
And then I spoke to the forces behind the cyclone and bound them down in Jesus' name. And the Lord said, the cyclone would be gone by 6 a.m. Oh, thank you, Lord, and I fell asleep. Now I woke to a beautiful sunny day at 8 a.m. On asking others when the cyclone had ended, they said 6 a.m. And they also said the other pastors had also been praying through the night for the cyclone to stop. This was the start to the most amazing conference and crusade I've ever witnessed. On Monday morning at the pastors' conference, I spoke on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And then we went to the crusade and 20,000 keen people spoke, arrived. And I spoke, who is Jesus? 12,640 people stood up to receive Jesus as Lord. And then I prayed for the sick, and thousands of people received healing and queued up to testify. And this was shown on the Thursday morning TV for one hour. And we opened a new church plant in a village and felt it was straight out of the book of Acts. That evening we went to the crusade and 86,000 people crowded the field and danced and sang with those singing on the platform. I got up and shared the three greatest gifts and this resulted in 21,640 people receiving Jesus as Lord. And then we prayed for the sick again and thousands of people pushed forward to testify of their healings. And this was shown on TV again and this was also shared about the cyclone doing an L-shaped turn out to sea. On Friday morning we opened another church plant and dedicated it and in the evening we got stuck in the traffic jam on the way to the crusades. Hundreds of tractors and lorries full of people from the villages, buses overloaded, motorbikes and every form of transport full of excited people. Once we reached the grounds, the guards made for us away and we ran ahead of us, blowing whistles for us to follow. We quickly walked between the guards, holding sticks between them to make a pathway up to the pl platform. 160 people were crowded in and more just kept coming as the singers led the worship and danced with exhilarating joy. I was then called forward to an excited people with the greatest news of the universe of what Jesus had done for them on the cross. No frills, no trims, just a straight gospel, simple and to the point. Who wants to receive this Jesus, I call out. The entire people seemed to rise to their feet and I led them through the sinner's prayer. The people are serious now and pray out loud, ending the prayer with raised hands and thanksgiving. I tell them to sit down. Jesus is right here, the spirit realm, and he wants to heal your bodies right where you are. So if you are sick, stand up. Many thousands of people stand. Put your own hand on your sickness or your pain and receive your healing now in Jesus' name. Simply say this prayer. Jesus, put your hand on my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. They all do so. When you are healed, put your hand high in the air. Thousands of hands go up. This is the power of the living Jesus healing you are proclaimed. Now the people really get excited. They want to testify and push forward to share. But only a few are able to because of lack of time. One lady healed a TB the day before, brought the doctor's report. No sign of TB left in her body. So the testimonies of healing followed while the pastors made prayer tunnels for the people to go through. For some... Prayer due 
to be so many people. We then collected up the decision cards to post back and 60,000 decision cards were collected. This is what Jesus did. On the Monday morning, the post office phone read Ganter, please come and clear your mailbox because it filled half our post room. Sure enough. 58, 637 decision cards were collected and opened, plus healings. 14 totally blind people had been healed. Six men and eight women. 29 patient ki kidneys were healed. 11 men and 18 women. 16 cancer patients were healed. 13 men and three women. Two crippled, handicapped people were healed. Two men and two withered hands were healed, both were men, and more were coming in. I'm invited to do another crusade the following year. As I left, we visited the orphans to say goodbye to them. Then Esther and her mum arrived late for school. On seeing us, her mum asked us to pray for their 11-year-old daughter who was born deaf and dumb. So we laid hands on them, and the Lord healed her, and because she could say her first words, we then left to catch the plane home. This is what Jesus is doing. Jesus had God dwelling in him, but he has given us the Holy Spirit to dwell in us. He who is in Jesus is stronger than the storms, the sicknesses, the demons, and even death. We are no longer to be chicken Christians running around and running for cover for the slightest storm, clucking to each other about our rights being taken from us, how the godless systems are taking over, cluck, cluck, cluck. But instead, we need to face the storm and become eagle Christians in Christ and rise up in him and in his authority, take command in Jesus' name, in prayer and in action. We need to do this work now before it's really too late. Our God is far greater, far more powerful than we can ever know. Our victory is in him, not in the world, but in Christ. In Bulgaria, which I went to a bit later, I felt a bit of opposition of being a woman evangelist. Well, if a woman can at least know how to submit, she knows she's weaker. She knows how to depend on God. Then to only do his will and the power that comes through only doing his will is far greater. We have nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are all supernatural gifts, equipping us to fully walk in the supernatural realm. The unbeliever is born of the flesh only because he is spiritually dead, cut off from God spiritually due to the fall of man through Adam and Eve. He is limited to live on the natural realm only. The supernatural will therefore make no sense for that person, as the supernatural realm is impossible for that person. But when a person receives Jesus as Lord and Saviour, he becomes born to eternal life, a son and daughter of our living God. He therefore does not need to be limited to the natural realm anymore. 
for the gift of salvation delivers one from sin and by practicing the gift of righteousness daily it frees one from sin and the gift of the Holy Spirit complete with all nine gifts will equip each one of us to fully live and work from the supernatural realm. Unfortunately many who get baptized in the Holy Spirit receive the gift of tongues are satisfied with this one gift alone but we need the gift of wisdom the gift of knowledge the gift of discernment too and yet the others when we obey the first six gifts of tongues interpretation of tongues prophecy discernment wisdom and knowledge when we obey those first six gifts then God confirms us with the three power gifts gifts of healing gifts of working miracles and gifts of great faith we need to receive all that God wishes to give us and if we are to walk in the supernatural realm we need to receive them and obey them and then God will use us so effectively and if you have not yet received Jesus as Lord and Savior yet or be baptized in the Holy Spirit I'd like you to say a prayer with me right now Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I choose to follow you in truth and righteousness from this moment on. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Please baptize me in your glorious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you've said that prayer, you're born again to eternal life. Start to pray every day. Get to know God in prayer and listen for him as he is going to speak to you. Buy yourself a Bible and read it every day. The Bible will train you in truth, righteousness and all wisdom you need. And find yourself a Bible-believing church and join it. Get baptized in water to confirm your decision. And tell others what you have done. <coughs> God bless you greatly. And know Jesus loves you so much. God bless you. I will now hand back to our host. It is a joy message to the nation of Australia. And first of all, we just want to say we thank you. And then if I'm going to smell it, Susan, we just want to say thank you for your wonderful prophetic prayer for the nation. We have gone through the elections and then now we have called the result. We have got our new elected president, which everybody in the country was excited and praying for great change. So the change has come. 
So we just want to say we thank you, we praise the name of Jesus, and but we just want to say we thank you for praying for these nations and then to stand in the gap for, for this beloved nation. We want to say we thank you. There was no violence, and that all violence stopped when we called the result. And then now we have got a new prime minister president in this country. So we just thank you. We want to say we thank you. All Sudanians, we want to say we thank you for you standing with us in prayer for, for this beloved nations in this country. We just want to say thank you. Everybody, we say congratulations to having you excellency the president of this country so we just thank you all of you come out and exercise your right the position that you made for great change into this country we just thank you we want to say thank you everybody but we want to give this special praise to mommy suzanne he has been praying 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 for this country and any time that he prayed we'll see result we see the evidence we see the proof of god so want to say suzanne we thank you for your wonderful wonderful prayer for this country today we're just having there we want you to pray one prayer is a thanksgiving prayer for this nation back to you as she pray the thanksgiving prayer for sri Leone. lord we thank you for answering our prayers the prayers of all your people who have humbled themselves, repented of their sins, and you have heard their prayer, and you have given them the president that will lead them in truth, righteousness, and justice. Thank you, Lord, for doing it yet again. Amen. And uh, on, on Joy Radio tonight, 8 o'clock, and then uh, we are going to be there online. So I want you to, you are in that area, just tune up, and then um, Officer Suzanne is going to bring a very powerful word tonight, 8 o'clock. And also, I'm going to tell the people of Joy Radio, for God has answered our prayer in this country. You know, in the, they was going through a lot of things, but we just thank out that we concluded this great event. So we just thank God for the Spirit of God giving us the chance to join us tonight, 8 o'clock. And also, I want to give you a very invitation this morning. We have a Thanksgiving service and then nation Thanksgiving service in our church today. And then Headlights of the World Ministry, the House of Rafael, and then back off the number prison, or maybe in Kerema, or maybe in Shabema, in, turn, in turning out Every area today is about Thanksgiving. We want to invite you as you have given your life to Jesus. There is a seat for you. There is a, there is a booklet we can issue to you. Very powerful booklet. And the, the booklet title, Jesus Christ is the Way. It's a very powerful booklet. So now I want you to come here this morning and testify what the Lord has done for you. Or maybe you are new. Come back, give your life to Christ, come and then we can give you this booklet. But it's a thanksgiving service today to give God praise for what the Lord has done in this wonderful nation. So God bless you, and then we want you to keep the peace and keep loving one another. you got to keep loving one another. And then love.
cover the multitude of sin. You gotta love every each one. You have lost the election, but that not mean you see we we are in the same country, we are the same people. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So the what is your last goal this morning? Carry on praying for your leaders so that they will lead you in truth, righteousness, and justice. God loves your country, Sierra Leone. God bless you. Bye-bye. Yeah, we want to say thank you very much, all listeners, my brothers, across the line, and God bless you. And 8 o'clock, we'll be 